Hey everyone, welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sauer sitting here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt. Uh, we've both been incredibly busy um, trying to be intentional with our time. Nate's got some interesting things that he, I think he can finally talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, have been going on in the background. And so we haven't really scheduled anyone to be on the podcast just because getting someone else's schedule to match with ours, getting ours to match right now has been rough. That's why the, the um, podcast is releasing a day later. But we just want to come at you with another to the point. This is just our opportunity to kind of talk to you about what's been going on in our life, what we've learned, some lessons learned, some things we've been dealing with or whatever. It's usually about 30 to 45 minutes. And then obviously we have just like an interview type podcast that we also do that is just what you would normally see with a podcast like you would see on anybody else's. That's usually like anywhere from about an hour to, you know, four and a half. So depends how chatty Kathy our guest is. (laughs) Uh, let's do this in the very beginning of the podcast this time. Uh, I just want to give shout outs to, uh, well winger. Um, I'm not exactly sure who that is. That's Cub. There you go. Uh, for listening to the podcast, uh, Janine for listening to the podcast as well as Tyrone for listening to the podcast and Dallas. So I just want to throw those out there. Um, just keep commenting, liking and sharing. Like, thank you so much. Um, we've definitely seen some more post engagement as a result of y'all sharing. Just continue that. We're humbled by that, and thank you also for your kind words, Cub, in the uh, the comments. So I appreciate you. So uh, Nate and I were sitting here discussing. Um, I had an interesting, I guess, business dealing, um, where. So so to kind of give some uh, insight is the business dealing had to do with business and also family. So that's where it got kind of weird. That and, always and rough. goes good. <laughs> and and so um I've actually got some ex family because of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what I want to get at is I sit on this podcast a lot and I'm like given this advice, right? Like I'm like do this, do that. And like you even asked me like what's it to be, you know, like what's it like to uh be a godly man and lead your family. Mm-hmm. And I have like all these like checkbox things, right? And I just make it sound like I've got everything almost figured out. You even called me like an encyclopedia when it comes to those things. And I was like, <laughs> you know, but, uh, so to make a, a super long story short and to kind of protect, um, just the, the people that are involved, um, I'd kind of just wanted to reach out and invest in a family member because, uh, he's a good man. He takes care of his family. He's constantly present for his family and he does his best to set a good example for them. And, he he's like you he really doesn't like working for someone he wants to be like the guy that does the work and kind of sets his own schedule and makes his own money Mm -hmm. and so i was like okay so i do uh selling lead gens kind of as like a side gig as something that a friend of mine helped to invest in me and um i gave those leads to him And then when it came time for those leads to kind of like come to fruition and for him to kind of start paying, there was a disconnect and I'd hit him with so much information because like search engine optimization, there's like so much to it. Lead gen, Mm -hmm. there's so much to it. Um, Like how you do it, how you follow up. I mean, there's, there's just like a lot of information there. I mean, even, you know, this like closing, closing deals is probably the hardest part. You know, like when you actually close the deal and you get paid and the work starts like that to you is probably the easiest part of that. Yeah. But the pre-work to close is probably, to me, the hardest part of all of this Mm -hmm. to me. Would you say, would you agree with that? I would agree. Okay. So, 
Um, Especially, I don't know, it depends on the demographic and this kind of like what your what product you're selling and yeah. who you're selling to. Yeah. What your target audience is. Yeah, and so that that's probably like you know me in the podcast, like talking to people, that's not hard. Yeah. But a lot of the people like that we're trying to sell to at Lux now is like we're trying to not necessarily um like upper end stuff, but we don't really want to deal with like builder grade material and just doing the cheapest materials possible to build something, you know. We want to um, put out a premium product at an affordable price. And so we want to talk about a budget and we're really trying to sell ourselves and like our brand and like customer service over a cheap product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Well, um, speaking of that, uh, we'll get back on subject here in a minute. So you say us at Lux, uh, <laughs> like I, I guess we could officially announce like what happened, man. I mean, like lay it out. So we had, uh, you guys all know I went off on my own with me and another partner in uh, was that February or so? Sure, I think I think it was February. <laughs> it's been a blur. Well, um, we started uh, Next Gen Builders, and we were rolling that way. We were working for for Lux on a lot of stuff. All uh, all Brandon had was just it was just him, and he was subbing out everything. Well, he was subbing out us for a lot of stuff. And Brandon's got this stuff coming down the pipe, and I was sending him some jobs and this and that, and just because I knew that like he could handle the back end and I could handle the other stuff. And we got back from Mexico about a month ago, sat down and had a conversation with Brandon, and uh, we uh, decided that it would be best if we partnered, move forward. So next gen is I haven't signed the paperwork yet, but I would say this week it'll get signed. And next gen will go away, and we will all be Lux. We bought the uh, um, we so it's not officially ours. So we set a closing date a year from now, basically on the EMS building. It's released owned for a little while, till we can get our feet under us. So we have good financial statements for the bank, this and that. Um, but we're gonna start renovating that. We already tore out all the walls and stuff. We're gonna paint it. We're gonna have the outside ready for the Fourth of July. Have it looking good. Have a open house with the windows barred shut so you can't see inside. (laughs) Um, But we got lots of exciting stuff going on. The apartments we're starting this week and then some uh, four houses to build before the end of the year, some other projects mixed in and a hempcrete structure is going to happen. Yeah, which is something you've been wanting to do for a long time. Yep, it's going to happen. So. I'm going to make it happen. And again, in the in the in the illustrious words of Nate, like these things are coming down the pipe, and he's like, ah, <laughs> that's like your that's always like your answer to those things when they come out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so next gen is is basically going to be no more, and then you guys are combining resources. I mean, between, I mean, you all bring unique skill sets to the table, and you know, you yep. you recognize that, and Brandon recognized that, and so you're basically just combining forces. Yeah, he's taking over a lot of the work that I was doing, like on the back end of stuff, the sales, that kind of thing, which I didn't mind doing, but it's, I mean, he can handle that better than I can, um, <laughs> and I'm going to take over the construction management side of it, and keeping the crews running and that kind of thing, and I would guess a lot of the operation stuff I'll be handling day to day, he'll be sales consulting design that kind of stuff so so basically he's going to be sales and you're kind of project manager i mm-hmm. mean i guess for just yeah. to put it in simple terms yeah and, and i mean he'll still still do a certain amount of project management because we can't like 
we'll have too much work for one person to just manage yeah, those projects yeah. because I'm also going to be swinging a hammer and stuff, you know. So we're not big enough to where I'm just a pencil pusher yet. Well, I mean, if if you just hook me up with like two hundred seventy five thousand a year, I'll manage projects for you. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I was making that much. <laughs> well, come on, man. Like uh, you, you said, always said you wanted to take care of your employees. I'm here. Yeah. Take, take care of me. No joke. <laughs> no pressure. I wish I could pay you that much. <laughs> uh, okay, so back on subject. Um, so I this this family member, I just wanted to invest in him because I know that like uh, he can do amazing things and will do amazing things. And so um, I hit him with a lot of information on the SEO and trying to basically just tell him everything that it, it encompassed. Mm-hmm. Well, in the mix of, in the mix of that, there was a miscommunication over like the finances and what the expectation would be. And so when I hit him with the price that it would be per month, like there was silence, which I was like, I told my wife in a text, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> and so one thing led to another. Um, and I find out that, um, Hmm. I'm trying to decide what I do and don't want to talk about because so so things were happening on the back end where I fen- I felt like I was being end around mm-hmm. basically long story short there. So I made a phone call and I made a three way call because it was this gentleman and another gentleman at which point during the phone call I kept getting interrupted like I'm trying to talk I'm trying to you know communicate and things and I kept getting interrupted <clears throat> and I let that anger me. And I actually said, you know, like, shut up in not a nice way and, like, let me talk. Yep. I've done that before, too. And then I I talked. But then at the very end, you know, I was like, wow, that was was not admirable. Made an ass of myself. Yeah, I made an ass of myself. And and I did apologize. And I I didn't expect it just to be like, oh, oh, okay, everything's fine and everything's forgiven, you know. But it's one of those things you just look back on and you're just like, wow, I I did not handle that admirably. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a lesson learned. Um, and it's, it's also, I mean, I was basically doing my best to try to close a deal and I kept getting interrupted and, and I was, I'd given the opportunity to like, like listen as well of like, you know, let me say my piece and I'll let you say your piece. And then we kind of just go back and forth and we have a discourse and and I wasn't given that. And it were you kind of negotiating on the price of that or no, no, um, like if you had more context, it would make sense. But it was basically just, uh, you know, just trying to communicate with how I felt like I had been slighted. You've been treated. Okay. And and they, they were also trying to communicate how they felt they had been slighted. And I'm like, I, I've never once done that to you over the years, ever. In all the years, the decades. Well, yeah, the yeah, decades, literally, because I've known them since third grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I've known you, have I ever once done that, you know, mm-hmm. ever. Um, it was just a miscommunication. And we, we finally came up with that at the end. And I just finally set it out there. Okay, here's the deal. Here's what the price is. Here's when it'll start. You have till this day to decide yes or no, whether you want it or not. And 30 days from that day, the first payment of this amount will be auto-drafted. You decide where you want to go from here. I understand. Like, I, I finally ended the conversation with saying, I get... From a business standpoint, if you decide this is too much money, fine, and your business can't afford it, that's a business decision. I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I need to know one way or the other. Like, I don't want to be doing this hem-hawing. Yep. Back and forth, maybe, I don't know, 
the de- decision will be made, yes or no, this day, at which a contract will then be signed. That's that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. And I've seen one of them since then, and it was it was okay. It was no big deal. I uh, haven't seen the other one, but uh, my wife said that she was snubbed <laughs> by the other one, who's not a, a like a biological or blood family member or anything like that. Um, but you know, it was just uh, it was just one of those times where you know you feel like things are going well, you feel like you're kind of starting to get a handle on life, and then life is like, bam, life lesson. Here you go. I know. So that was just my opportunity to kind of come out here, and I sound like this. Just sometimes I think. <laughs> At least from what you tell me, I sound like this well put together, got everything figured out when I 100% don't. And I've told you on this podcast before, and especially as sheriff, like, if I've made a mistake, I'm going to be the first person to tell you. Yeah. And here I am. Wait, living, who, living. Who's, who's telling you you're well put together? So you, you were telling me I was like the encyclopedia on <laughs> okay. the, like a living, like life as a, a father and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um. But, you know, and other people have been like, hey, you like you just got this all figured out. How? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know where you got that. But that's me saying <laughs> insert nervous laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm just trying to also live up to my word here and say like, hey, I made a mistake and you're I'm going to be the first person that you hear it from. So you said you've had something similar. Like what what was yours? And then also like, how did you uh, learn from it? And that kind of stuff. Ours was just, uh, well, I've had lots of. I've learned that you can't make decisions in business emotionally. You know, you've got to step back and remove the emotion from it. You know, like, even in Strongman, like, I learned I can't sign up for a competition right after I got done with the competition and placed well. You know, because I got that adrenaline flowing, I'm excited. <laughs> and, like, last year, I did. I signed up for nationals two hours after yep. I had qualified. I, re- I remember that. And then, like, a week later, I'm like, oh, God. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> like, I can't deadlift 700 pounds. Like, why am I going to go to New Hampshire and just get destroyed? Um, so I, I wasted that $150, you know. <clears throat> but, like, in business. So when we first moved on from our first hemp partnership, we had gone in with another family and bought a transplanter together. And the, it was under our name. It was coming from Italy. It was on its way. Like, we could still cancel it. Like, they could have got it to the dealership and kept it there and this and that. Like, we could have still canceled it. But I said, me and my dad, I said, no, fuck that. We're keeping that thing. It's ours. Like, out of anger. Because I was like, if we're not going to use it together, they're not going to get to fucking use it. So we're, we're going to. And... Here we are five later five years later, we lost our ass. We paid thirty grand for that thing and we we got thirty six hundred dollars for it. Oh my god. Like two months ago. Oh. The tuition payments. Oh. On that transplanter. So was that the one that you you yeah. had that like you wrote on and like mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Ouch. We almost thirty grand we paid for that thing. Actually, I think we got like six grand, but still. It was a Kicking the shorts. Oh, that hurts. But we made that decision while we were emotional about it and still pissed off because we had been written off as like we weren't worth a certain percentage of this company. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think also getting into business with family can be tricky. And I'm not I'm not sitting here saying don't do it. 
but it's like it's like you you learned when you went into business that like after that the the tuition payment was like you are very set on contracts <laughs> like even when you and i started the podcast you were like hey we're gonna have a contract yeah. granted you had we have the mindset of we're gonna talk it out first and it's Who gonna knows go in, when it's this gonna, thing's gonna pop off <laughs> Yeah, when we're making millions and Tyrone's like, hey, yo, you mentioned my name a bunch of times. Yeah. I, I'm going to need my royalty payments We're going to have to get him on the podcast and get him to sign one of these waivers now. <laughs> I don't think they're retroactive. I don't okay. think that's how that works. Um, but, but, you know, go into it with the expectation of, like, it is business. You're making business decisions and, like, contracts are going to be very important and that's how you're going to do it. Because I, I even ended the conversation with them of saying, listen, whether you say yes or no to the lead gen, Nothing's changed between us. I, I still want to see you. I still want to see your kids. I still want to go to barbecues with you. I still want to talk to you. Nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. Like, just so you know, like for my mindset now, for them, for one of them, I think it has. Um, but from, from my perspective, nothing's changed. You know, if even that person that's salty with me, if they called and said like, Hey, I, I need help. Like I'd be right there because yeah. he's always been there for me. So, you know, coming into it with the right mindset and also contractually, like, I mean, if you're going to get into business, like just With anybody have a contract, <clears throat> like uh, that's all there is to it and, and review, have, have it reviewed. Yeah. That was another thing I was going to talk about that I wrote down was going into business unprotected, like without a contract and yeah. that kind of stuff. And definitely do it. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to take away from your No, you're there. good. Um. I figured we'd... See? I got it all figured out. Move into that eventually. See? I'm an encyclopedia. It, yeah. <laughs> Anthony called me Nature Boy the other day. They were like... Uh, they found something that was weird on the ground. Like a bug or something. They're like, Nature Boy, get over here and tell us what this is. And I was like, who in the... Who are you calling Nature Boy? Like, you. You always know what a plant is or a bug is. <laughs> a bird. That's what happens when you do regenerative farming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know which ones are good and bad, and I know how to decide which yeah. ones are good and bad. Yeah. So. So what else you got written down there? Uh, the emotional decisions. Okay. I kind of covered that a little bit. Okay. Well, so how how do you pull that emotion out? It's easy to say, but how? You got to. I mean, you've got to be able to feel your emotions. You know, you've got to take a step back and say, "Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling?" And a lot of times. That comes from even deeper soul searching than just in that moment. You know, you've got a, a lot of people just block that out, period, and they don't feel emotion from past traumas, this and that. And they've got to be able to look within themselves and figure out, okay, I'm feeling this way because of what happened here. And this really fired me up, even though this person that I'm doing business with now wasn't the cause initially of this anger you know and just trying to sort those emotions and this and that and try not to carry it from one person to the next or yeah that's one of the things that like my my dad would always tell me when i'd call him and i was angry or something he'd always say hey you're getting ready to go to work right yeah yeah he and he'd say remember it's not the citizens of sterling's fault that you had a bad day yep don't don't bring that to work with you make you know put that stuff in a box put it on a shelf and it doesn't exist right now so you know, uh, I think same thought process, same thing, just different, different business. Yep. And, but don't put it in a box and forget about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news does not get better with age. Nope, it doesn't. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, 
like being a salesman versus a closer and like how what what do you think the differences between those two are i I don't know i don't feel like when i'm selling i'm actually selling a product ever well you're selling a service and a product yeah i mean in a lot of cases i'm selling a product with high point farms you know but i don't sell the individual product i sell the farm and i sell the family um like the family farm operation and i sell the regenerative and i sell the kansas raised and yeah but ultimately you're selling cbd yeah. i mean that is the product mm-hmm. you know and, and delta 8 and other mi- minor cannabinoids but. yeah but i mean a lot of times i feel like it's when people know that other information it's easier to close on the deal like once they know, like oh, these people are from an hour away, they are putting back into my economy, and they're actually getting extracted here in Wichita. Like I can come see their farm, and then just tell them it helps with swelling and pain and this and that, and then that's when like oh, it's a little more expensive, but I'm gonna pull the trigger on this because I know where it comes from, you know? Yeah. Well, and you you also found out that there's somebody else that can do testing on your CBD for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Genzada. They yeah. can, uh, and I don't think they'll test for potency on it, but they can test for herbicide, pesticides, like heavy metals, heavy metals. And that kind of stuff. Yep, they Genzada does all of the um, quality control testing for high life sciences. I mean, obviously they're connected yeah. in a right. way, um, but in that lab there in Sterling, they can test our products for us. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, so like what I I would tell you, the thing that like I'm struggling with right now, the technological side makes sense. That makes sense to me. I get it. So to me, like a salesman is kind of like sleazy. Like I guarantee you $5,000 a month, blah, you know, that's like, that's a salesman, you know? And sometimes I think you could get yourself in real shit making guarantees like that, especially, you know, from a business standpoint, like when you make guarantees, you're entering into like a verbal contract that this is the service and the product that I'm going to deliver to you. Yeah. So that's to me is like salesman. Whereas a closer is like, here's how I can benefit you. Here's how I can do this. And here's the process or here's the, the cost. I mean, you've got to set yourself apart from those other yeah salesmen. And how do you do that? Yeah. So that's what I'm asking you is like, what what are your what is your experience with closing? Like, how do you close? Like, when things get tough, or when the customers kind of like, oof, like I don't know, that's a lot of money, kind of thing. Like, what what is your experience with that? Um, actually, on some, I don't really. I used to do discounts, like on the CBD stuff, but I don't do that anymore. A lot of it is, um, a lot of times when they see a product and like, oh, that's too expensive. A lot of times they. It turns them off right away and they're done. Um, but one thing we started to do is give them our cards and stuff. It's like, hey, go check it out on the website. Like, look it over, think about it, this and that. And just try to drive traffic to the website. So then maybe one out of those five or one out of those ten people are going to come back and maybe buy something. If not, maybe they'll, I mean, if they, we get an extra viewer on the website, it helps our algorithm, I guess. So what about from the next-gen standpoint? I mean, obviously, you had to close deals there. Mm, and that was one thing I never discounted either. Um, I wanted to make sure that my prices were fair. Um, but a lot of it came down to the quality of work we were doing. Um, 
and it had been the reputation we had built for ourselves in that um, area of work already within Sterling and the community. And um, really, I mean, selling our product as a whole as like, hey, we're not we're not going to build with um, builder grade the cheap countertops. We're not going to do laminate. We're not going to do um, MDF cabinets. Like, we're our baseline's going to be quartz. Like. Um, on countertops, um, we'll do hardwood cabinets. We, um, will do higher quality flooring. Um, and one thing we're shifting away from is like the, um, like a foundation. Instead of doing a slab house, we're going to do, um, stem walls and floor joist systems. Just for later down the road, you're going to figure out, hey, Okay, my plumber broke 20 years down the road. <laughs> my plumbing is messed up. Yeah. I don't want to have to get a concrete saw out and have to go fix that, you know. Yeah, right. It's easier getting in crawl space. So just little things like that. I think <clears throat> just fine-tuning and figuring out, like, how you can make it a product better. Well, I think that from my standpoint as a homeowner, if you told me something like that, I'd go, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That makes a valid point to where... Now you're selling me to be like, okay, this dude knows what he's talking about. You We're know? not going to be like the just cheapest. just that right there. You just you just like what made me go, huh? You know? Yeah, we're not going to be the cheapest by any means on a lot of bids, but our customer service is going to be top tier, and like we're going to give you straight answers on the way we think things need to be done, um, and we'll give you the best product for your money. Is the goal. We're not going to throw builder grade stuff and throw a $300,000 home together. Huh. So if I were to put that into my terms, I would say something along the same lines of okay, so you're investing, you know, a thousand bucks a month with me for leads. Like Mm -hmm. that's like, let's just say that's the number. And I would say something of like, listen, you know, obviously you could go with something like Angie's list or. I don't know what another lead gen site is, but you could go with Angie's list where you're going to pay probably a fraction of that or, or a fraction of that amount. Yeah. But listen, you're going to be, you're going to have my phone number. You're going to be able to call me directly and ask questions or ask why this isn't performing or why, what you can do to get more performance yeah. or whatever. So you're going to have direct customer service right to me and you're going to get a lot the to best be said product. For that. There's going to be the best product for your dollar because the leads are yours and yours only. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not selling them to other people like Angie's List. They're taking that lead and then selling it to 30 or 40 other contractors that you now have to compete and, with. And try try to call someone at Angie's List, you know? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> try get, to pick up the phone and call somebody and get a human that you're speaking to. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like trying to call um, like – Cox Communications or something like that. You cannot talk to anybody on the phone, and it is frustrating. Yeah, and and that's the same thing too. Of uh, you know, I'm gonna give you like I'm not gonna give you the what would you call it builder quality? Is that what yeah. you called it? So for you, that's like low builder end. grade. Yeah, builder grade. Okay, so builder grade would that's be what like they the put Angie's in low list. income apartments. Yeah, and that, you know, like the cheapest cabinets with the highest margins on everything because there's government subsidies on those. Houses and this and that. Yeah. So so you basically would like just close that based on like the customer service, the value for the dollar, as well as like basically just like I'm not going to be the cheapest, but I'm not the highest price. I'm going to give you the best bang for your buck. Yep. 
So, and like starting out, it's hard, but like now, since we've done some building, we have some references and we can call on people and say, Hey, call these guys and talk to them about our work and see what you think. Yeah. See, that's the part that I'm struggling with right now is I don't have those stories. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm literally starting from nothing. And, and, and honestly, like this, this site that I have going right now that's generating leads is it generated enough leads. You couldn't keep up with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so that's a good thing. Um, but I, I literally like when I go to sell it, it's, it's one of those things of like, I don't have any stories, you know, like my buddy that, that's helped me set it up or set it up. You know, he has the stories where like one guy one time got a $50 million job off of a lead mm -hmm. that his website generated. And because of logistics, they weren't able to close that deal. But still, the lead was there, you yeah. know, and that's another thing, too, is I think it's also important when you're selling a product that you really define the product well. Yeah. That was another conversation that I had to have in this one that I let my my uh, anger get the best of me was I was giving a 12 to 1 return on their money was what, what I was giving them. And they said, well, but I didn't get the 12. I said, OK. I said, listen, to the, here's the deal is I am selling you leads. I'm not selling you closed deals. Yeah. Okay. That's up to you to, to figure out. Like I'm selling you information. Basically I'm selling you the ability to potentially make that money. Like now it's on you with your skill set that you have to close that. Yeah. So uh, you have to really make sure that the expectations and what you're selling is well known and black and white. That way, there's nothing left to like, well, I'm not getting what I paid for. Well, actually, yes, you are. You're getting a 12 to 1 return on information. Yep. So, And so I'm not guaranteeing you that you're going to get $120,000 a month. They're That's not my guarantee. You're going to be 100% on these. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I've also found that like choosing, I'm now finding that choosing your customer is also important mm -hmm. um, because at least in my line of work. Like, for instance, like, do you, just out of curiosity, um, do you guys do credit checks mm -mm. on people that you do stuff with? Nope. Might want to look into doing that, just throwing that out there. Um, because, like, what happens if you get somebody that's got, like, a 320 credit score and you've signed this contract and they're promising you all this money, you build them a house and they don't pay you? Well, a lot of times we require stuff down and we work with the banks a lot, <clears throat> like, directly with the bank. It's not that we... But even then, you could, there's still the propensity for you to lose out on a bunch of money, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. Even so, if we do a credit check, I mean, I don't know. Well, but I'm saying it's a social credit score to give you an idea of whether they're going to pay you or not. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to tell you to run your business. But what I'm getting at here is it's like choosing your customer. So, for instance, if you have someone that has like zero sales experience, they, they haven't done any sales, selling them leads is probably not the best idea. Yeah. Because they're not going to close on them. And if they're not going to close then they probably aren't going to feel like they're getting their bang for their buck, which is not your fault because in my case, it's not my fault because the site is generating leads. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. But it's not my fault. You can't close like that's, that's not on me. Um, but I also spent time today, as a matter of fact, typing a very lengthy message about like, here's some ideas to try. Here's some ideas to close. Here's some, here's a YouTube video. That's kind of thought it was like six minutes that kind of gives you some like high points of like how to, how to be a close closer. 
Um, so like, not only am I just saying not my fault, figure it out, sucks to be you, but I'm like, Hey, I want to invest in you. You know, I've, I've, I've said that many times on this podcast. I want to invest in you. I want to invest in you. Like, well, if they don't succeed, you don't succeed. Yeah. And, 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 but I'm not doing it just because of that. Like I'm, I'm doing it because I genuinely want to see them succeed, you know? Well, I'm talking about with, with your lead in website strictly. And, and like the same thing, like Wes, the guy that has got me into this has done the same thing of like. I'm going to do this for you. I put this out there for you. Like he built the site and was like, let's do this together. Like your area is right for the picking on this kind of thing. And depending on the market too, like right now, construction, probably not the best thing to be doing leads in because there's so much work out there that construction companies are getting them organically. They don't have to pay for them. It is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid how much work is out there right now. But like, for instance, one, one <clears throat> that I found... Uh, there is a market, I'm not going to say it on here, but there's a market that I found that there is decent competition in that I can generate leads in and probably sell. Um, and the first guy that I tried to sell them to was like, listen, I just don't have that money. Like I just don't. So, you know, having to hit and, and like I said, picking your customers of like well-established companies that have, you know, several crews that are doing work that can, that are getting capital that can then invest back. And then you can say, listen, if you want to grow and get more crews, more people, which also kind of sucks in today's market because everybody, I don't care what market you're in, are struggling for people. Yeah. You know, you had a significant amount of people retire out of the workforce during Rona. They just said F it and retired. So we're done. And so you have a worker shortage. And it's not that people don't want to work. That's usually not the problem. Are there do those people exist in society? Yeah. For sure. But it's sure. been this roughly the same percentage of people for yeah. years. Yeah. It may have gone up slightly. I don't know. But I think we had a significant amount of retirements during Rona of mm-hmm. people just saying, F it. Like, if I'm going to lose my job, I'm just going to retire out and I'll get paid. I'll take that $200 a month less if I just stayed in two or three more years. Like, I was talking to a guy today. He's like, he's like, I could retire right now. He's like, if I, if I stayed in two more years, I make $90 a month more per year that I, so he gained, he gains 180 bucks a month. That's it. Yeah. By staying in two more years. So I think we saw a lot of that. And so, um, that was kind of my segue of, you know, picking your customers, but also picking, you know, a customer that can actually hire people. Like you're, you're like, Hey, you know, a good company culture of like, I know that your company culture, you're going to be able to hire people. I mean, that's sales in itself. Yeah. Trying to find good guys. And that's something that I haven't ever had to do. Um, You know, I've had to sell myself and what I bring to the table as a cop. That's easy to do. Like, I mean, it's essentially the same way. But it's so much different, though. It's like I don't have when I'm selling myself, I'm not trying to ask them for like X number of dollars, you know, a month or whatever. Well, it's like, here's what I'm doing. Here's how this benefits you. Yeah. And here's and, also what I'm going to do to support you through that process. Mm-hmm. So you make a valid point there. It's sales in itself trying to find co- employees. We're about to go through it. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Do you need some leads for uh, employment? <laughs> <laughs> Thought about it, honestly. Uh, well, that's 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 35 minutes, man. Yep. You want to wrap it up? Wrap it up. It's all on you, home. Don't be silly. Wrap it up. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to the higher points and this to the point episode. We uh we appreciate everyone that listens and uh those likes, shares, reviews, you know, they go a long ways and 
we hope you enjoyed and uh, got a laugh or two out of today's podcast. Maybe learned something from uh, one of our mistakes. So um, we'd appreciate it if you guys uh, check out the Instagram at the higher points, Facebook at the higher points, and go check out the website. You guys uh, have a good week, and we'll chat at you next week. Hey, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one.